0: This is episode 533 of the AWS podcast, released on June 26th, 2022. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back, of course, joined by Horn. How you doing,
0: I'm living the dreams, I mean, what about you?
1: I'm living a version of a dream. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is the, I haven't had coffee yet dream, which gotcha. for many would be a nightmare, but you know, life goes ha- on.
0: Does it have yeah. unicorns?
1: Well, I don't know. If they, if the unicorns brought me coffee, that would be good.
0: <laughs> that would
1: be great. <laughs> nice. Let's start with some great updates this week. Let's start with the topic of analytics. Amazon QuickSight now provides a drag controller for rows and columns for table and pivot tables. So authors and readers can now simply alter your column width, dragging from a cell, uh, from your row header or your column header for both parent and leaf level in the case of a pivot table. So you can do all kinds of little modifications there. And Amazon QuickSight also now supports the show and hide fields in a pivot table so you can in things up and see things a little bit easy. Some updates for the Amazon OpenSearch service, we're happy to announce cross-region search in the Amazon OpenSearch service which means you can perform searches, aggregations and visualizations across multiple domains in different regions with a single query. Now, previously you could do that across the same region, now you can do it between different regions using a secure connection between those domains. And Amazon OpenSearch also now supports tag-based authorization for data read and write operations. And you can use IAM policies to define permissions for read and write HTTP methods, and you can have coarse-grained access control of your data on the Amazon OpenSearch service domains. And an update for Amazon EMR, EMR 6.6, add support for Apache Spark 3.2, hoodie 0.10.1, iceberg 13, trino 0.367, presto db 267, and lots, lots, lots more. And uh, it means you're using a hardened and protected approach. And also, with Amazon EMR release 6.6 and later, applications that use Log4J 1.x and Log4J 2.x will be upgraded to use Log4J 1.2.17 or higher and Log4J 2.17.1 or higher respectively, and will not require using the bootstrap actions provided to mitigate the world-famous CVE issues we all live through.
0: And onto the topic of application integration. Amazon AppFlow now supports Facebook Ads, Google Ads. Panel and Salesforce Marketing Cloud as sources. Now Amazon AppFlow is a fully managed integration service that helps customers securely transfer data between AWS services and software as a service SaaS application in just a few clicks. With this launch, AppFlow customers can now ingest rich marketing and product analytics from these sources. Once ingested, customers are able to integrate, enrich, and analyze this data in combination with data from growing sets of AppFlow connected marketing applications such as Market Salesforce Marketing Cloud, and web analytics applications such as Google Analytics. Now on to the topic of business application. Amazon Chime SDK now supports 100 webcam video streams, and this is per WebRTC sessions. The Chime SDK lets developers add intelligent real-time audio, video, and screen share to their web application mobiles. Each application now can set up up to 25 web video streams to display, enabling developers to create immersive video experiences that are bespoke for each user.
1: Moving on to the topic of compute, introducing the Amazon R6 ID instances. Now, these are generally available and they are a new memory optimized instance type. They're powered by the third-generation Intel Xeon scalable Ice Lake processors with an all-core turbo frequency of 3.5 gigahertz and up to 7.6 terabytes of local NVMe-based SSD block-level storage, and they have up to a 15% better price performance than R5D instances. They also offer up to 58% higher terabyte storage per vCPU and 34% lower cost per terabyte and come with always-on memory encryption using Intel Total Memory Encryption. TME. So these are really good for memory intensive workloads, in-memory caches, that kind of stuff. As often mentioned, it's always important to refresh your EC2 instances for your application because they keep getting better value for money. So if you can simply stop and start your application instances by changing to a new more modern one, then you're likely to get performance benefits and cost benefits and be able to right size. You can also do that non-disruptively by using your auto scale groups as well. Bottle Rocket adds ECS variant to support GPU-based Amazon EC2 instance types powered by NVIDIA. Now, Bottle Rocket is a Linux-based operating system that's purpose-built to run container workloads. And now you can benefit from using the same container-focused host operating system for both your non-GPU and GPU workloads while using ECS. So this is really useful for machine learning, video encoding, and streaming workloads. So it's a pretty cool new capability. An Amazon EC2 VT1 now supports the AMD Xilinx Video SDK 2.0 that enables GStreamer and 10 bit video transcoding. Now, In addition to the new features with this, the new version offers improved visual quality for 4K video and support for a newer version of FFmpeg, our old friend, 4.4, and expanded OS and kernel support and bug fixes. Now, VT1 instances are the first Amazon EC2 instances that deliver hardware acceleration for video transcoding, and they're optimized for workloads like live streaming, video conferencing, video library optimization, and just-in-time asset transcoding. And these instances are powered by the AMD Xilinx LVOU30 media accelerator to give you up to 30% lower cost per stream than normal GPU based instances and 60% lower cost per stream than EC2 CPU based instances. So lots of interesting use cases for that.
0: Now onto the topic of cost management. UI improvements on AWS budgets by adding split panel that allows you to view budgets without leaving the budget overview page. AWS Budget helps you control AWS costs and usage by allowing you to set custom budgets that alert you when your cloud spend exceeds. Um, you can use the AWS Budgets to set savings plans and reservation alerts and receive notification when your utilization and coverage targets drop below your desired threshold. Announcing AWS Cost Allocation Tag API, now you can use this to activate and deactivate your cost allocation tags. After you activate the cost allocation tags, it will appear in your cost management products, such as AWS Cost Explorer and AWS Cost and Usage Reports. You can use cost allocation tags to filter, categorize, and track your AWS Cost and Usage information.
1: Under the topic of customer engagement. Amazon Connect launches an API to retrieve agent's current availability. So you can see their current status, for example, available. If an agent is handling a contact, details will include the contact state. So connected or missed and duration. So this is really useful for building custom dashboards for your supervisors to monitor their agent's activities in real time. You can kind of see what's going on there. And Amazon Connect has launched 15-minute scheduled reports. So now you have the ability to schedule historic metric reports that generate the latest data every 15 minutes. So this includes data about completed customer contacts, agent activity and performance, how many contacts an agent handled. So you can quickly get insights into your queue, routing profile and agent performance. And this is really useful for evaluating and adjusting your contact center forecasting and staffing plans, which is often the tricky part.
0: Now, on to the topic of databases, announcing enhanced integration of service quota for Amazon DynamoDB. Now, DynamoDB enables you to proactively manage your accounts and table quotas through enhanced integration with service quotas. Using service quotas, you can now view the current values of your DynamoDB quotas. You can also monitor the current utilization of your account-level quotas. Amazon Keyspaces now uh, helps you monitor table storage costs through Amazon CloudWatch. Amazon Keyspaces for Apache Cassandra is a scalable, highly available, and fully managed Apache Cassandra compatible database service. Now helps you monitor your table level storage costs through Amazon CloudWatch. Amazon Keyspaces helps Cassandra workloads run more easily by fully managed serverless database service. And with Amazon Keyspaces, you don't need to provision storage up front, and you pay as you go for the storage that you use. Amazon Neptune simplifies graph analytics and machine learning workflows with Python integrations. You can now run graph analytics and machine learning tasks in graph databases stored in Amazon Neptune using open source Python integration that simplifies data science and ML workflows. With this integration, you can read and write graph stored in Neptune using Pandas data frames in any Python environments, such as local Jupyter Notebooks, Amazon SageMaker Studios, AWS Lambda, and other compute resources.
1: You can now enable Amazon DevOps Guru for RDS from within the Amazon RDS console. So this allows you to quickly detect, diagnose, and remediate a wide variety of database-related issues in Amazon Aurora databases while creating a new database. You can also now enable Amazon DevOps Guru for RDS from within the Performance Insights page as well. Now, if you've not used DevOps Guru for RDS, I recommend it because it's a new machine learning-powered capability for Amazon RDS that automatically detects and diagnoses database performance and operational issues which means you can resolve bottlenecks in minutes rather than days. It helps you find where the problems are and tells you what to do to fix them. And that is a good thing in my book. Amazon Aurora Serverless V1 now supports in-place upgrades from MySQL 5.6 to 5.7. So instead of backing up and restoring the database, you can now upgrade in just a few clicks. Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL now supports the LO module, the large objects module, and this is useful for managing large objects, also known as blobs, binary large objects as well. And you can list get a view of all the PostgreSQL extensions supported by a database version on Amazon Aurora in the user guide. Amazon Aurora Postgres SQL Compatible Edition now supports zero downtime patching or ZDP or in America you call it ZDP and with ZDP customers can upgrade to a new Postgres SQL version and apply patches to the Aurora cluster without any downtime. That's pretty cool. So ZDP preserves client connections while the database engine restarts so it means you can upgrade more easily whilst maintaining business continuity. This is a good thing. And Amazon Aurora now supports PostgreSQL 13.7, 12.11, 11.16 and 10.2.1 and updated extensions. Keep yourself up to date is always the key. One of the nice things about using Amazon Aurora is it makes it much easier to update things. And a couple of updates for Amazon RDS for SQL Server. It now supports SQL Server 2014 SP3 CU4SU. So if you need to keep that up to date, that's the way to do it. And it also now supports TDE-enabled SQL Server database migration. So this is using the native backup and restore for Microsoft SQL Server. Previously, you'd have to disable TDE on your on-premises TDE-enabled server database to be able to migrate. Now you can do it without disabling TDE.
0: Onto the topic of front-end web and mobile. New Amplify Flutter supports customizable authentication flows. Now, this introduces support for creating customizable authentication flows using Amazon Cognito Lambda triggers. Using this functionality, developers are able to set up customization for login experience in their Flutter apps, such as creating OTP login flows and adding CAPTCHA into their Flutter apps. Now onto to the topic of Internet of Things. AWS IOT device management announces an 80% price reduction for secure tunneling. With this improved cost efficiency, customers can now scale secure tunneling to access remote devices deployed behind restricted firewalls for troubleshooting, configuration updates, training, and other operational tasks for their growing IoT workloads on AWS. Secure tunneling is a metered per tunneled open. You can define the tunnel duration upon opening the tunnel and will not be charged for marking multiple client connections over a single secure tunnel. If connection drops, you can resume connections with the original device using the Rotate Tunnel Access API.
1: I do like a price reduction. Moving on to the topic of machine learning, easily customize your notifications while using Amazon Lookout for Metrics. With this launch, you can now add filters to your alerts and your configuration to only get notifications for anomalies that matter most to you. You can also simply modify existing alerts as per your needs for notifications as anomalies evolve. Now, Amazon Lookout for Metrics uses machine learning to automatically monitor the metrics that are most important to business with great speed and accuracy. Uh, It makes it much easier to diagnose root cause, etc. Now, an alert is an optional feature so that you can respond to anomalies in data sets. This allows you to adjust it a little bit more finely. You can now use PySpark and Altair code snippets to prepare and visualize data faster than ever in Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler. So Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler reduces the time it takes to aggregate and prepare data for machine learning from weeks to minutes. And data engineering is a big part of machine learning. You can simplify that process by simply using the workflow, including data selection, cleansing, exploration and visualization from a single visual interface. Starting today... You can prepare and visualize data faster using PySpark and Altair code snippets in the Data Wrangler itself. And this allows you to get up and running much more quickly. Amazon SageMaker Canvas announces support for VPC endpoints. So this allows you to have secure private connectivity from your VPC to other services, including now Amazon SageMaker Canvas. And Amazon SageMaker Canvas also accelerates onboarding with new interactive product tours and sample databases. So this is a visual point and click interface that enables business analysts to generate accurate machine learning models for insights and predictions on their own without requiring any machine learning experience or having to write a single line of code. So this is really useful if you have a business user who just wants to get an answer for something. Amazon SageMaker Experiments now supports common chart types to visualize model training results. Now, Amazon SageMaker Experiments is a capability of SageMaker that lets you organize, track, compare, and evaluate your machine learning experiments. You can now view precision and recall curves, receiver operating characteristics, and confusion matrix, and you can use these to understand false positives or negatives and make trade-offs between performance and accuracy from model trained on SageMaker. You can also better compare multiple training runs and identify the best model for your use case. You can now split data into train and test sets in just a few clicks with Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler. So this allows you to split your data into train and test sets so that you didn't have to do it yourself with code. Now you can break them apart with the tool itself. Lots more updates in this space. There are now export features into Amazon SageMaker Feature Store. So that is within SageMaker Data Wrangler as well. So you can create and export these features with just a few clicks without having to write any code or exporting it and managing it yourself. And Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler also now enables model training with Amazon SageMaker Autopilot. So what this allows you to do is to prepare your data much more quickly before. So previously, customers used Data Wrangler to prepare the data and then autopilot for training. With a unified experience, you can now prepare your data in SageMaker Data Wrangler and easily export it to SageMaker Autopilot for model training. With just a few clicks, you can automatically build, train and tune your machine learning models so you can get up to date quick.
0: Now onto the topic of management and governance. AWS Service Catalog's Application Registry now supports cross-account applications. With this release, applications can now be shared within your AWS organizations, enabling recipient accounts to associate their local resources to shared applications. If you have application resources deployed in one or more accounts within your AWS organizations, you can now maintain a single repository for your applications and application metadata, which is super convenient. AWS Config now supports 15 new resource types. This includes Amazon SageMaker, Elastic Load Balancing, AWS Batch, AWS Step Functions, AWS Identity and Access Management Access Analyzer, Amazon Workspaces, Amazon Route 53 Resolver, Amazon Managed Streaming for Apache Kafka, and AWS Database Migration Service. You can get started by enabling the AWS Config in your account using the AWS Config Console or the AWS Command Line Interface or AWS CLI. Select the newly supported resource type for what you want to track the configuration changes. If you previously configured an AWS Config to record all resource type, then the new resource will be automatically recorded in your account. AWS Service Catalog announces support for Attribute-Based Access Control, A-B-A-C. This allows customers the ability to use tag to easily manage access and permissions to AWS resources in Service Catalog. Now Service Catalogs and administrators can have the ability to define their AWS Identity and Access Management, IAM, policies to grant access and specifier finer grain permission based on tags shared between AWS resources and AIM user or roles. Incident Manager for AWS System Manager now streamlines responses for ServiceNow incidents. Customers who use ServiceNow can respond, investigate, and resolve incidents affecting their AWS-hosted applications using the AWS System Manager Incident Manager and the AWS Service Management Connector as well. AWS System Manager is the operations hub for the AWS application and resources that helps automate and react uh, reactive process to quickly diagnose and remediate operational issues. AWS Manager Change Manager integration now supports AWS CloudTrail events associated with ServiceNow change requests. Customers can view CloudTrail event logs corresponding to change requests using the AWS System Manager Change Manager service connector. This integration helps customers understand which resources were impacted by change requests, thereby providing customers with more visibility into the change request execution. AWS Service System Manager Change Manager helps customer requests approve, implement, and report on operation changes to their application configuration and infrastructure on AWS and on-premises.
1: Onto the topic of migration and transfer. AWS mainframe modernization is now generally available. This was introduced at reInvent in November, 2021. It's now generally available for customer and partner use. Now, this is a unique platform that allows you to migrate and modernize your on-premises mainframe workloads to a managed and highly available runtime environment on AWS. The service currently supports two main migration patterns, re-platforming and automated refactoring. So you can select the best fit migration path and associated tool chains based upon your migration assessment results. AWS Application Migration Service now supports automated application modernizations. So this allows you to quickly re-host your applications on AWS. It automatically converts your source service from physical, virtual, or cloud infrastructure to run natively on AWS. Now, you can use the AWS Application Migration Service to configure your application modernizations in the console before you migrate your servers. The modernizations will then be automatically applied to your migrated servers. And some of the following post-migration modernization features are now supported. You can convert CentOS to Rocky Linux distribution. You can change your SUSE subscription to AWS Provider SUSE subscription. And you can also configure disaster recovery on migrated services. In addition to some of these modernization features, uh, the service now supports SUSE Linux Enterprise Server 12, Service Packs 1, 2, and later. And the AWS Transfer family expands server configuration options to support a broader set of clients. So starting from now, you can ignore the set stat command and customize how you want to process TLS session resumption. Now, these new features enable customers to support a broader set of clients without making any client side changes. So the AWS Transfer Family is a fully managed file transfer service across SFTP, FTPS, and FTP for Amazon S3 and EFS. Now, when uploading a file, file transfer clients can issue the setstat command to change attributes of remote files. However, the setstat command is not compatible with object storage systems, which means you can get errors. With this launch, you can now configure your transfer service to ignore that command, so files are uploaded without SetStat triggering any errors. So if you want to use SetStat to preserve your timestamp of the original file or modify other file attributes, you should use Amazon EFS as your backend storage with the transfer family. In addition, the if you're using FTPS transfer family servers, you can choose whether and how they want to process your TLS session resumption requests as well.
0: Now onto the topic of network and content delivery. Amazon CloudFront now supports Transport Layer Security, TLS 1.3. Session resumption for further improvement for viewer connection performance. Until now... Amazon CloudFront has supported version 1.3 for TLS protocol since 2020 to encrypt HTTPS communication between viewers and CloudFront. Customers that adopted the protocol have seen their connection performance improve up by 30% compared to the previous TLS versions. Starting today, customers can use TLS 1.3 to see up to 50% additional performance improvements thanks to the TLS 1.3 session resumption. Now onto the topic of security identity and compliance. AWS Security Hub now receives AWS Config Managed and Custom Rules Evaluation Results. Now this is pretty cool. AWS Security Hub now automatically receives AWS Config Managed and Custom Rule Evaluation Results as security findings. AWS Config allows security and compliance professionals to assess audit, and evaluate the configurations of their AWS resources via config rules, which evaluates the compliance of AWS resources against specific policies. Examples for uh, resources misconfigured detected by config rules, including publicly accessible Amazon S3 buckets, unencrypted EBS volumes, and overly permissive IAM policies. When config rule evaluation passes or fail, you will now see past or failed findings for the evaluation in Security Hub.
1: And our last topic of the day is the topic of storage. AWS Recycle Bin for EBS Snapshots and EBS-backed AMIs now supports IAM condition keys to manage your retention rules. Now, with Recycle Bin, you can retain deleted EBS snapshots and EBS-backed AMIs for a period of time so you can recover them in the event of an accidental deletion, not that any of us would ever accidentally delete anything. Now, you can enable Recycle Bin for all or a subset of the snapshots or AMIs in your accounts by creating one or more retention rules. Each rule also specifies a retention time period. A deleted EBS snapshot or deregistered AMI can be recovered from the Recycle Bin before the expiration of the retention period. Now, by using condition keys with Recycle Bin's retention rule APIs, you can enforce policies across any or all of your rule API based on the resource type addressed in your retention rule. So this means you can have different administrative roles for managing the snapshots and the AMIs, and you can separate the permissions by resource type, such as limiting permissions to only create the rules versus deleting things, et cetera. So it gives you lots more flexibility. Plenty of goodies there today, Han, wouldn't you say?
0: Absolutely. With unicorns.
1: (laughs) With unicorns. (laughs) Han, how do people reach out to you?
0: Uh, You can reach out to me on Twitter at Han Solo. That's H-A-W-N-S-O-L-O underscore one.
1: Fantastic. And also you can go old school. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do it that way. And you can also record an audio snippet if you want to. There is a link on the AWS podcast page to do that. And of course, until next time, keep on building.